This episode of You've Got a Minute is brought to you by Ultra Dorm. Ultra Dorm. Don't take the whole thing, just half, and you'll wake up without the slightest hangover. Listeners, it's time. We're here. So, uh, welcome back to You've Got a Minute, where we recap and review You've Got Mail minute by minute. This is a minute we have been waiting for for a long time. Very excited. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Eli. Kick us off with a recap. Uh, Yeah, so we're back at the party. Joe and Kathleen have been fighting over the virtues of their businesses. They've been having this fight alone. A turkey was brought to the table. Kathleen was carving the turkey and got so mad at Joe that she unconsciously pointed the knife at him like she was going to stab him. And that's where we left off. Now, Cheyenne, if we were at a party and I turned and looked from across the room and saw you with a knife about to stab someone, I would look at whoever was with me and say, please excuse me, I have to go stop my date from killing someone. And Which is exactly... That has to be... How Frank Navasky, bless up, enters this scene we don't hear him say that what we get instead is kathleen is pointing a knife at joe and joe's looking at her going what what that's literally what he's doing and frank just like gets between them and goes oh hi i'm frank navasky how are you not knowing why kathleen has pulled a knife on some stranger does joe introduce himself yeah he's frank says hi i'm frank navasky how you doing and joe says joe fox and frank says joe fox F-O-X. And he's, man, Joe stares Kathleen dead in the eyes as he spells out his name again. It's so evil. But in that moment, Frank realizes, and listeners, he's doing a fantastic job. Not just he. Let's give the credit where it's due. Greg Kinnear is masterfully delivering dialogue and taking this knife slowly away from Kathleen. Yeah, you and I have sort of a joke, and I don't remember where I first heard it, but someone was critiquing the acting of Leonardo DiCaprio, and they were saying that he doesn't really act. And they weren't necessarily saying that in an insulting way, they were just clarifying that uh, he doesn't, like, portray emotions with any amount of subtlety. So he's not someone who can play a character who's sad on the inside but laughing on the outside if they're sad they're crying and if they're angry they're screaming Mm -hmm. whereas here we have frank navasky uh played by greg kinnear who is doing so many things at once he's carefully taking a knife away from kathleen he's surprised to have suddenly met joe fox of all people there's like bewilderment on his face but the words that he's delivering you can tell that there's anger slowly like boiling and rising up in him he is now part of this fight with kathleen yeah yeah it's like all three of those things are sort of happening at the same time but also in sequence one after another it's like get the knife away wait did he just say joe fox i'm getting angry and all of that is happening in a really sort of complex way that's wonderful and in this moment we've just watched an entire 60 seconds where kathleen can't utter so much as like a squeak and frank says everything kathleen wishes she could have said Mm -hmm. he rattles off the inventor of the superstore of course the enemy of the midlist novel the destroyer of city books tell me something really how do you sleep at night incredible fantastic and uh and then and then who answers the question how do you sleep at night patricia eden just uh, barrels into the scene. We've got all four of our major players here, and she says, ah, I use a wonderful over-the-counter drug, Ultra Dorm. 
Don't take the whole thing, just half, and you will wake up without even the tiniest hangover. She's got her stoli in her hand. Joe is looking at Kathleen like, isn't my partner amusing and how embarrassing for you that you clone fuckers are trying to fight me? There's a hilarious thing that happens in this exchange between the four of them where whenever Frank Navasky is talking, Joe is always looking at Kathleen and with his eyes, he is saying, this is your partner. And she's always saying, oh my God, Frank, don't embarrass me. Mm -hmm. And then Patricia Eden will start talking and Joe's face, which was very smug and proud, will fall. And he will get embarrassed by the absurd garbage coming out of Patricia's mouth. And the two of them just go back and forth, Joe and Kathleen, one being embarrassed and the other being smug, trading back and forth as their partners embarrass them. It's really fantastic. I wonder what that says about their relationships outside of this confrontation. Like how much of Kathleen and Joe is just accepting the quirks they don't like about their partner. For Kathleen, it's Frank's narcissism. And for Joe, it's Patricia's... I would also say narcissism. Maybe just like her self-involvement. I feel like Patricia's narcissism helps her affect the world and Frank's narcissism just affects him. Yeah, a Jedi understands the world by looking outward, but a Sith understands the world by looking inward. Oh my god, Frank is the Sith? I would always imagine it's <laughs> Patricia, but you're totally right. Um, so what I love most in this is Patricia says all this Ultradorm bullshit and don't call it bullshit. It's incredible. It's maybe like the best writing in the movie. It's hilarious. She's saying all of this and Frank is going, oh my God, a person I don't know talking about something I don't care about. And he's like, okay. We're leaving. He turns to Kathleen and very quietly, I had actually never noticed it before today. He goes, leaving as he tries to shoo her. Like we had to get the fuck away from these two. What pulls him back in? But Patricia, she recognizes him and she says, you're Frank Navasky, aren't you? And he's like, oh, someone's talking about my favorite subject. She name drops one of his most recent articles in The Observer and introduces him again. Joe, this man is the greatest living expert on Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Patricia masterfully manipulates the situation, just reels Frank back in. And as she is introducing him to Joe Fox, Joe tries to introduce Kathleen and Frank just cock blocks any space given to Kathleen in this moment. He's like, oh, oh, hold on. Did you really like my article? You know, you write these things and you hope someone and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, a week goes by and no one says anything. and You think I'm a failure. I'm a fraud. And that is where Joe last moment takes the power once again. Yeah, and, and that is where the minute ends with Joe kind of like laughing at how narcissistic and just easily, easily wooed Frank Novasky is. In this moment when Kathleen is obviously wounded, all it took was someone having read one of his articles. I wonder if it makes Kathleen wonder, like, did Frank really like me or did Frank like that I liked Frank? That's a great question. Yeah, well, I, and again, I think we've talked before about how um, we think that Frank likes the idea of Kathleen, mm -hmm. a bookstore owner. Of course, that's who he would fall in love with. On paper, they're a perfect match. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure he that is how he saw it, on paper. Well, this conversation is going to continue into the next minute. Yeah, so we have a lot more to look forward to between these four. But the tensions are high, the smugness is high, the 
resentment is through the roof. I can't wait. This atom bomb's about to explode. Oh my god. Until next time. Until next time. Thank, thank you. Your. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Interesting.